This offseason will have a lot of moves for the Houston Texans internally in their front office. Why hiring in-house is such a bad idea. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everybody, to a Wednesday episode of the Locked On Texan Podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. You ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your own football franchise? Then this is the game for you. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the app stores. Our listeners get a 100% Free boost to their franchise when using promo code locked on in all caps. Get in the game right now, Ultimate GM um, in the App Store. I'm John Hickman, joined by Cody Davis. Before we talk about the Houston Texans, uh, tragedy struck the NFL uh, on Monday night during the Monday night football game, the Buffalo Bills versus the Cincinnati Bengals, where we saw safety, Hamlin, uh, came out of pit from Pittsburgh, you know, having a good season for the Buffalo Bills. Have been starting since week three, I believe. Uh, going to a cardiac arrest on the field after a tackle, and we got out today's well Tuesday show. Uh, we recorded that on Monday night before the game, before we you know saw what happened, and it was already produced and scheduled to go out, but. I want to start off this show. Cody and I both want to start off this show by just saying that football is a game, which brings a lot of emotions, a lot of fun, a lot of downs, a lot of ups, everything that comes with a game like the NFL, like football as the sport. However, when things like that happen on the field, um, when, when, the possibility of a lost life, CPR has to be brought on the field, right? And when CPR is involved, and I know from personal experience, when CPR or an AD is involved, uh, it's life or death situation. And so when we have moments like those, I think it's important for everybody to step away from the game. I think it's important from every, for everybody to step away from what goes on inside of that game and everybody to tap in to their humanity, which saw a lot of that uh, with the initial reaction. We saw a lot of inhumane comments with the initial reaction, regardless of where it came from. Um, But thoughts and prayers to the Hamlin uh, family, to Hamlin. Um, You know, those are one of those moments where, and I saw it live, you just hate to see it, but everybody do need to send prayers his way, um, you know, as updates happen. And there, there was an update actually earlier today uh, as we record this on Tuesday. The update that was sent out uh, by the family of DeMar Hamlin said, on our behalf, on behalf of our family, we want to express our sincere gratitude for the love and support system. Support shown for DeMar during this challenge of time. We are deeply moved by the players, kind words, and donations from fans around the country. We also want to acknowledge 
to dedicated first responders and healthcare professionals at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center who have provided exceptional care to DeMar. We feel so blessed to be a part of the Buffalo Bills organization and to have their support. We also want to thank Coach Taylor and the Bengals for everything they've done. Your generosity and compassion mean the world to us. Please keep them in our prayers. We will release updates as soon as we have them. Thank you, the Hamlin family. So that's the latest news. Once more comes out, we'll, we'll discuss. And to see the toy drive that was initially just two and a half K. <laughs> now over, I think at the time of this recording, near $4 million. Speechless. Remarkable. You said it best, John. The only thing I just want to add for the Houston Texans side of things, they did um, cancel all workouts and walkthroughs that they had scheduled on normally on Tuesdays. They canceled that. Um, as for what's going to take place today, it seems like the Texans are just going to go through a walkthrough. Normally, that is the first day of practice. And for those of you who don't know, um, the NFL will continue to go through week 18 as planned. Um, so, it seemed like the Houston Texans are probably just going to go through a walkthrough later on today. We will have an opportunity to hear from Coach Lovey Smith and um, certain players to get their thoughts on the situation at hand. But, you know, once again, prayers to that young man's family and also his teammates as well. Because when you work with somebody so close and for so long, sometimes you be around, you know, your teammates and your colleagues and your coworkers more so than your own family at times. So, you know, please keep the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals in your prayers as well, because overall it was just a traumatic situation and we just hoping nothing but the best. Absolutely. And shout out to Coach Taylor, Zach Taylor, and Sean McDermott. Hmm. Those two men, being leaders of men in that moment, made the decision to, hey, man, we're not playing. <laughs> Impossible to play. Um, and so a lot of respect and love goes to those coaches. And when we come back, we will discuss the Houston Texans and the coaching staff, the coaching search, and what should go on this offseason. And to circle back to our opening statement about the MyGM app, today's episode is brought to you by MyGM, the mobile football game app that you can find in the app stores or online. You ever dreamed about becoming an NFL general manager and managing your own football franchise. Well, your dream can kind of come true in this game. And this game is definitely for you guys that want to be GMs out there. You can manage every strategic aspect of your team, play through the season, and lead your team to glory. You're responsible for hiring the right coaches and coordinators, which is kind of funny, <laughs> training players, making draft picks, navigating your franchise through free agency and the draft and all the ups and downs of a season. Our Locked On Texan listeners can get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using promo code LOCKED ON in all caps in the game store. That's LOCKED ON, all caps, so make sure you check it out today. To download the game, just visit ultimate-genium.com or look it up on the app store. That's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM, start your dynasty today. Welcome back in Locked On Texan listeners and viewers. I'm really advocating for a lot of Texan fans, that, especially that listen to the show, of course. But I know you guys 
are kind of torn on the general manager here in town with Nick Casario. So hmm. the MyGM app, I would love for you guys to download <laughs> that app. And let's see who can do a better job. The fans on the app where you can get a 100% free boost. So check it out. Or what Nick Casario can do next year comparing and also combining what he's done the last two years is very interesting. But one thing Nick Casario has to do is get it right this upcoming offseason, whether that's with your head coach, whether that's with your coordinators, whether that's with position coaches, change needs to happen. That's what Sam Cook said. You know, change don't come. But when will it come for the Houston Texans? Presumably in the next couple of weeks. One game left next Sunday. Black Monday is after that. Oh, and no. I wouldn't say directly or exactly on that Monday, but I do believe that heads will start the roll after the last game of the season. Cody wanted to talk about you know, why it is imperative for this Texan franchise to get it right. Now, that includes the possibility of Lovey Smith being moved on from as head coach. And let me just say this. I've said this before. If Lovey Smith, if there's a departure, it'll either be Lovey Smith firing himself or stepping away, or I've said this mm -hmm. before as well, that Romeo Cornell rock, where we'll just move you up as some part of uh, our advisor team. But then we have to look at the coordinators on both sides of the ball. Uh, a lot of important decisions for this Texas team, Cody. And I think your thoughts are going to be super strong about this. Yeah, and if by any chance, and we will know in the next six or seven days, but if by any chance the Texans have to go through another head coaching search, I just want it to be a genuine coaching search and what i mean by that is i don't want to see this organization interview people like hans ward and interview people like josh mccown well you know so goddamn well that they they're not even qualified that's like frustration building it's because it's stupidity at this point and look this is i hate the nfl head coaching search because every single year we start hearing about the Rooney rule and we see teams, i.e. like the Houston Texans, like they did last year with the interview process of Heinz Wards, they're just using it just to check them off the box. And when you go back and you take a look at the last two head coaching searches that the Texans had, both this year and last year, there were qualified candidates where you might think to yourself, you know what? The Texans will be a better be in a better situation if they hire that guy. One of the guys that comes to mind was Leslie Frazier. He was a candidate that the Houston Texans like, and you end up with David Culley. Everyone knows that, regardless of who wanted this guy, Josh McCown was this close. And for those of you guys who are listening, other than watching. I'm, I'm using the acute angle. If you paid attention into geometry, you know what that means. That's what less than what 90 or 10% or something like that. Um, Josh McCown was so close of getting his head coaching job to the point where the blind Brian Flores, another qualified candidate, by the way, if it wasn't for his lawsuit, we'd be sitting here talking about frustrations with McCown and how he wasn't qualified. John, we talk about we talked about Nick Casario on yesterday, and I do believe that this is 
probably the most important offseason in franchise history because I do not believe that this organ organization can go through another appalling season like the last two they just had, more so this year, to where whoever's your head coach or whoever they hire, it has to be the right guy that can take this team from point A to point B and hopefully to point C. So my thoughts about this is I think you 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 should not hire in-house. Right? I, I, that's I don't That's another that's another you know, issue it, I didn't think about. Right. And and one of the one of the names that if I were to say a name that I'm okay with being a coordinator, being, you know, um bumped up or you know hired to be a coordinator that's in-house or I guess a promotion would probably be uh Joe Dana, right? Uh mm. you know hired mm. this offseason coming over from the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think he's done. We talked about it last week. I think he's done a very good job with the safeties that he's, you know, uh, that he's he has on the roster. And, you know, the rookie year that Jalen Petrie has been having, I think has been phenomenal, but I don't think that should overshadow the work that he's done with Jonathan Owens. But that's the only name that I would even look at considering. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with saying that and I'm okay with saying that the Houston Texans should not hire internally. You know, I think that, listen, you already hired internally when you look at year one of Nick Casario's tenure to year two. And in result of hiring internally and promoting internally, you've declined. So, um, you know, <laughs> process of elimination. Let's try to hire externally. And maybe that will help get this team on the right track. And, and, and I'm, I'm a firmer believer of this. I think Houston's going to have a very difficult time firing Lovey Smith, moving on mm. from Lovey Smith as the head coach. And again, I've been on record by saying if it does, it's either going to be him leaving, because he sounded very frustrated the last several weeks, last two months of football, or him being promoted out of the head coaching spot. Either case, new head, new head coach gonna come in, new offensive coordinator, new defensive coordinator. That's going to happen, regardless of what Houston does with this head coaching search. The change of OC and DC needs to happen, and I don't think that needs to happen or be replaced by any guy that already is in the building. My personal opinion, Nick Casario. Listen, he has a, a very difficult offseason between Nick Casario here in Houston, the Saints in New Orleans, and I. I want to throw in the 49ers because I think they may have the most interesting offseason <laughs> when I look at Jimmy Garoppolo, Man. Trey Lance, and Brock Purdy, who's been playing some damn good football for the 49ers and helping them to the playoffs. By the way, Kyle Shanahan has the most impeccable offensive scheme that I've ever seen. Maybe that I've ever seen. I don't know. But what he does with offense is brilliant. But just you know, to wrap it up, yeah, man, nobody in-house will be able to get promoted outside of Jordana. And, and, and we've seen improvement from his guys, especially since Jalen Petra has been playing more free safety than strong. As a small business owner or hiring manager, you know that success in 2023 all depends on the team members you surround yourself with. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs, with LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have skills, values, and experience to help you achieve 
your goals. Best part about LinkedIn Jobs, it helps you quickly attract qualified candidates to your open jobs with targeting tools. They go beyond resume data by using insight from your job post, company, and their 875 million member profiles to put your posts in front of the most qualified candidates. Identify the most candidates, qualified candidates on LinkedIn Jobs and connect with them faster and for free. So listen, LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back in, ladies and gentlemen, to this Wednesday installment of Locked On Texans. Before we get out of here, everybody is talking about the Houston Texans getting that number one pick, and understandably so why we here on the Locked On Texans podcast truly do believe that they need a quarterback. Unfortunately, it breaks my heart to say it, and I feel like crying. Um, Davis Mills is not that answer. I'm sorry, and I apologize. We've been hoodwinked and bamboozled this entire offseason leading up to the 2022 campaign. However, John, I'm under the belief that the Texans should at least consider going a different option of trying to get their hands on a new franchise quarterback because I do believe there is some there, there are some quality players who could come in at that position and be an upgrade from Davis Mills, and be a long-term upgrade from, upgrade from Dave, Davis Mills. And that way, it could still give you an opportunity to use other draft picks to build the rest ah, of the, of the okay. roster. That's what you're doing. You, you are. And that's one guy I'm looking at. You are he one might of those. Be on the move. <laughs> Derek Carr, Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you are one of those guys to bring in a bridge quarterback. No, I wouldn't say bridge quarterback because I think there are some guys out there that might be oh, a long-term. Miss you. No, not Gardner. Which Gardner would be a, a nice, you know, bridge would be quarterback. Which speaks to the quarterback and, right now. I know, right? Um, I'm, I'm thinking about this one guy. I'm waiting to see how this offseason is going to work. His name is Lamar Jackson. Might yeah, get be ready on the for, move. Get ready for Lamar Jackson to get franchise. <laughs> Baltimore has to pay Roquan and Lamar. They traded for Roquan, and Roquan has done amazing things for their defense. But mm. this was last year, so they got to sign him. They're not going to trade what they traded to give away and not re-sign him. They're going to get that deal done. I think they're going to franchise tag Lamar. But but here's and, the thing. Here's the thing, though, John. Let's say if, you know – the Ravens and Lamar, they, they say, you know what? We can't come to agreement. And Lamar said he wanted to explore his option. And the Texans, they have one of the deepest cap rooms in the league this upcoming season with that number one overall pick. I mean, I, I wouldn't be mad with the idea. I don't know why you're looking like that. I'm pretty sure it's going to take that for Baltimore to, 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 to get their hands. I mean, it's Lamar Jackson. He's already a top five quarterback in this league. Come on now. Yeah, man. I, I come, come on. I mean, and then why would Lamar come to Houston? And, and, Lamar and, and, Jackson's no. deal issue. Nobody thought weapons. Deshaun Watson was going to go to Cleveland, but it took a guaranteed two hundred and thirty-five million dollars to change his mind because he was definitely about two minutes away from going back home to Atlanta. Yeah, you remember when he had the out? Cleveland Brown jersey, and then <laughs> if you zoomed on the picture, he had the uh, Falcons jersey already. But the, anyways, exactly. Listen, I think there is a real possibility here that we have to play around with. 
Houston mm-hmm. wins on Sunday. The Bears uh, win. And I believe that scenario would land Chicago number one, Houston number two. And then the thought is, well, Chicago doesn't need a quarterback. They have their That's quarterback. Right. Chicago needs to um, either they can look at that number one pick and find value out of a player, or they can look at the number one pick and find value in more picks. And so they can trade back and allow teams to jump up to potentially get a number, number their, their quarterback at number one. Mm-hmm. Why I'm not worried about that for Houston is because after Saturday's game, you you now have two valuable quarterbacks coming out: Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud. Whatever I'm going to tell you guys this whole time, Houston likes Bryce. I mean, uh, uh, C.J. Stroud. Now mm-hmm. I think that Bryce Young is going to make it difficult for for Houston to just say we're going to lock in on C.J. But what I'm getting at is, if they don't get number one, then they'll be okay at number two. Either a team is going to trade up to Chicago and get their quarterback, which leaves them with a, a great option at number two at quarterback, or you know what, whatever would happen. But I'm not necessarily worried because I think that for Houston's case, this is almost a can't miss situation, right? In terms of drafting the right player, not saying that player we're going to turn out to be a boom or bust, but you can't mess it up. One uh, of those yeah, you can. New York did it two years ago. Because like you said, and I 100% agree, Justin Fields should definitely be in New York. Well, if, if, the, if, the, if the Houston Texans <laughs> decide to draft Will Levis, uh, Levis yeah, this, I, this may be my last year. When <laughs> this, I mean, this is this franchise, man. You know, there's if been Will several Levis times. Anthony Richardson is a Houston Texan because of a first-round draft pick, I, I, I may either – Leave completely, or I may be the worst villain <laughs> franchise has ever seen. I'm telling you that off the rip. But uh, you know, just really quick before we get out of here, I, I don't like I said, I don't, I don't think Houston can mess this to some guys. Are you sure? Thanks for making the Locked On Texans your first listen today. Are you Make sure, sure for your sake. I'm positive <laughs> they can't mess it because up. That was like what 15 years ago. You know, I'm about to break it up because I'm still mad about that. You had an opportunity to get the hometown hero, the best quarterback in the draft, and you ended up getting Mario Williams yeah. or Vince Young. I'm still Turned mad about to be that. The better player. No, he was not. But you know what Jeff Fisher did to him in Tennessee, and I'm never going to let that go. Thanks for making the Locked On Texas your first <laughs> listen today. For your second listen, check out the Locked On NFL podcast, bringing you the local insight you love to the national spotlight with daily conversations on the biggest stories. Locked on NFL is available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Aikman. Thank you guys for checking out today's show. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Locked on Texas. And as always, going over to YouTube, comment, like, share, but overall, subscribe. And as always, I'm your host, Cody M. Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Guys, I encourage you all to go on YouTube and check out, I think it was the 2010 Pro Bowl when Vince Young connected with Andre Johnson for like a 60-yard touchdown in the game. And yeah, that, that should have been happening inside at the time that was called the Reliant Stadium, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah that should have been that should have been happening every single Sunday inside inside Reliant. Oh, by the way, just go back and take a look at the rushing game-winning touchdown that Vince Young had against the Houston Texans inside Reliant Stadium. 
And you let me know whether or not they made the right decision by drafting Mario Williams. There's certain things in sports history I will not let go, and that's one of them. But until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace.